Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? How can you take advantage of the information that you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call. That's how. Jump on it. Sayusfirst.com. You know what's funny? What's that? Scheduling your free coaching call. I mean, we're hitting the fourth quarter, right? And during this time is when people tend to brush up on their skills. That's true. This is the time where we don't really have as many clients that want to interact with us, but we have a lot of social events. Mm-hmm. And we find ourselves with a lot of extra time on our hands. What do we do with that extra time? We train, we learn more, we dig deeper into our field of knowledge and try to improve ourselves. Dude, you know what we, What else we do? We procrastinate. Oh yeah, that too. Dude, we put things off. I'll tell you more about that tomorrow. Oh, you're going to tell me more about procrastination tomorrow? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll put it off till then too. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally makes sense. But dude, that's what ends up happening, right? Fourth quarter comes around, around and we're like, you know what? I know I'm going to put on those holiday pounds. I know I'm going to eat that extra slice of turkey and ham and taters Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. pie and all the other good stuff. And you know what? I'll start working out Monday. Yeah. Monday comes around the corner. You know what? It's the end of the year. You know, family's around. The kids are home. I don't really have time to do that. Mom's making tamales. Oh, got something else to unwrap, right? Yeah, buddy. (laughs) So, you know what? I'll just start the beginning of the year. I'll start the beginning of the month. Next month. Beginning of the year. Beginning of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. That'll be my New Year's resolution. And then, you know, beginning of the year comes. You're like, gung-ho. Yeah, yeah, cool. And two weeks later, you know, you you get a little busy and, you know, so forth. And you know what? I'll start in February. You know what my favorite time to start my New Year's resolutions are? Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now is the time for you to get off your butt and start doing something. If you're tired of your cash spurts or you're tired of your roller coaster income or you're wondering how is something going to change you know what the funny thing is you already know exactly what you need to do that's right you do you need to improve your skills you need to get in front of people you need to open your mouth and talk i mean that's about it you need to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level you intuitively you already know what it is you want to do because you don't want to do it but the problem is you don't want to do it yeah that's the problem yeah you're you're getting in your own way. You're stopping yourself from getting where you want to go, right? So, you know, when you're asking yourself those three questions, right? Why'd you get into business in the first place? Think about that. You got into this business... 
because you wanted to make more money. You became self-employed or you started this side business because you wanted to make more money on your own. You wanted to quit your nine to five job. You Mm -hmm. wanted to stop Mm -hmm. working. But somewhere along the way, you started making things just a little more complicated for yourself. I find it funny, dude. I was listening to the Tim and Julie podcast and he was talking about like dieting and Uh how dieting became so, so complex to lose weight. Right, you, you it makes it really difficult to do things when, essentially, it's it's really quite easy. You know, stop eating the bad stuff, mm-hmm. and move more. Right. That, I mean, that's, that's pretty that's easy. Really, yeah. the simplicity of you know getting yourself in shape. Yeah. yeah. But we don't want to because that stuff tastes good. It's easy to. It's eat. easy to get a hold yep. of. Right. It's easy to make. I don't really want to move that much. Well, yeah. I mean. You know, you talk about like meal prep and stuff like that. You have to actually go to the store and buy the things that you need to, you know, for your meal prep. And then you spend an entire day, let's say on Sunday, prepping your meals for the week. I mean, that's that's a real concerted effort. It takes effort. It does. Whereas on the other hand, you could buy a box of Hot Pockets, right, and eat a couple of those every day for a week. And you don't have to do all of that extra work. And cereal. Don't and forget cereal. The cereal. That's right. Right. But you're not going to achieve the body that you want to achieve you're not going to be as healthy as you want to be that's and survival not, food right and i'm not talking about being ripped i'm just talking about being you know like healthy yeah, yeah right yeah. so you know stop getting in your own way stop procrastinating i mean it works the same way with your business uh-huh right you know exactly how much money or do you know exactly how much money you need that's a good question and that's a funny thing that we've actually talked about quite a bit is a very common theme when we are talking with people is that they don't necessarily have those goals dude it's the end of the year you had a New Year's resolution at the right. beginning of the year. Where are you at today? Where are you? I mean, you're about to, you've reached the point, we're in October now. You've reached the point where you've had 10 months to achieve your goal. And don't feel, I mean, don't, I know, you know what? Feel bad. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? You feel bad. Feel bad. You should feel bad because it's your goal. You're, you're not letting anybody else down but yourself. And you're the one who said you wanted to achieve whatever it is that you wanted to achieve. Sure. And it goes for, but the thing is, okay, how about it this? goes how about for everybody this? though. I, I think that you don't necessarily need to feel bad if you've made progress toward that goal, right? Like significant progress. Like if your goal was to lose 15 pounds and you've lost one, you should probably feel bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, you probably, you probably could have done more, yeah, right? You probably could have done more. Fair enough. If you if your plan was to lose maybe even a bigger number like thirty pounds and well, you lost one, let's focus you probably could have done more. Let's focus on what we're actually talk about more often, which is income, finance, right, finance. or savings, right? That's right. Let, let's say you wanted to be out of debt this year, uh huh, or you wanted to earn a hundred thousand dollars this year, and you didn't do anything to get you closer to that. Uh, let's say you wanted to get yourself out of debt, and you have you know, uh, let's say five lines of debt. Whatever they might be, credit cards, credit cards, car loans, loans, whatever. Exactly, and you didn't make a dent on any of them. Then yeah, yeah, feel bad. And here's the thing, you know, there's all kinds of uh, gurus out there that will tell you how to save. Right? There's all kinds of apps for that to put 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 money away to save your extra pennies and your extra cents. Dude, it's really not that complicated. It's really not that complicated. It's it's simple to save. Ready? Here's the formula: you spend less and make more. That yeah, I mean that's, I mean, that's, that's a very simplicity. simple yeah. But it's true, right? If if you didn't spend everything you made, you would put more away, or vice versa. If you put it away first, uh huh, you would actually spend less, right? Because you didn't have anything left over. That's the kicker. That's the kicker, right? That's it's the kicker. The, that's that's self discipline. It's where you actually put that savings plan into action. Yep. So I mean, it's it's tough, you know. So many people uh don't have that discipline to put that ten percent away 
right from the beginning. No, it's it's the leftover that they put away, the which leftover. is never any leftover. Exactly. So because you spent it all. That's gonna kind of dive into you know our topic that we're talking about today, which is you know these are things that you're putting into effect yourself, right? We're trying to get you to the point where you're doing what you said you wanted to do, where you got into this business to make money. Why aren't you making money? You're complicating things. You're getting in your own way. You're 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 listening to this guy that says you have to do a bunch of Facebook ads, or you're listening to this guy that says you have to you know educate yourself in this direction, or you have to build a podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> or whatever it is, right? You're doing all these other things than what you're supposed to be doing in your business, which is being of service in your way to your client base. Right. I mean, it's that simple. You go out there, you help them out, you get paid and you move on. And it's how you manage that money that's going to make a difference. Because some of you are really successful at closing a lot of sales, at being of service to a lot of people. And yet, even though you make a lot of money doing it, how much do you have left over at the end of the day? It's tough, right? I mean, some people that are out there making, you know, 150, 200, 250,000 dollars a year or more, yet they live the lifestyle that's just above that. And they're not doing or meeting their goals at the end of the year because they don't have the habit of putting money away first. Right. Right? So <clears throat> the the topic we're going to be talking that's about tough. today, that's it is. The topic we're going to be talking about today is like what happens if the economy changes? Because we're we're due for a cycle of market correction. We definitely are. I mean, it's about that time. Real estate is going through its market correction. We're in, we're in a we're in the turning point here. Yeah. When it comes to real estate, the, the stock, stock market it's been taking hits. It's been taking hits. It had another uh, semi significant. I mean, look when you talk significant, you know, people that have been trading for decades will tell you about you know some really significant drops. You know five, six, eight, ten percent in a day or more, right? They, they have market stops at, at those levels these days. Uh, I think it's at the 10% mark. But um, today was another one and a half percent drop. And that's big points. I mean, but by the same token, the market's been hot. It's been a pretty much a bull market for the last nine, ten years, right? It has. It has. So Ten years. Yeah. So, so we're due for a correction. We're due for a change. Are you ready for that change? Are you prepared for the economy changing direction? Well, what happens? What happens when the market changes? Who? I mean, things like people lose their jobs, man. Yeah. People well, go into financial distress. So many times, let me like back up a little bit there. People lose their jobs. Why? Because so many times when the market changes, big companies go down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Think about 2001. Right? What was it in 2001? Who was it that went down then? It was Enron. Oh, yeah. And you remember that? In 2008, we had uh, Stearns. Stearns, Lehman Brothers, all of the financials and everything. And I mean, the entire real estate market, boom, done. 2001, it was, you know, the dot-coms, boom, done. So much money went into those things. And it was up and up and up and up and up. And then it tanked. Yeah. You know, same thing with the real estate market in 2008. Up and up and up and up and up. Booming, 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 booming. And then it tanked. So so what is it now? Yeah, so we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know exactly what is going to be falling out the window, right? We don't mm-hmm. know what's going to crash or what's going to be the catalyst or what's going to, you know, not survive the next economic change. Mm-hmm. However, we do know that an economic change is around the corner. Happens right? every 10 years or it's, so. It's cyclical. So, you know... Job losses are going to happen. Are you prepared? If you lost your job, do you know what to do next? 
I mean, you really do not have control over your job. You show up every day. Mm-hmm. You do the work that you're supposed to every day, but it doesn't guarantee that you have a job tomorrow. If the For company sure. went under, what are you going to do? Right? I, you know, it's funny because I train my, my seniors at school and I tell them, I'm like, look, everybody, you're all going to have your jobs, but you have to have your side hustle. You have to have something that you've built on your own. Always have that a side you hustle. You have control over. Otherwise, you're leaving yourself susceptible to what the market does. Mm hmm. And that's dangerous, right? I mean, people lose their jobs. They go through some financial stress. And the number one cause of divorce money, is money. I mean, not only can you lose your job, you're going to go through a stressful time. Your kids might have to change schools. You might lose the place that you're living in. Your spouse might not you know, make it through this struggle. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen as the downturn happens mm-hmm. unless you prepare yourself for that change. How do you prepare yourself? Well... Again, it comes down to education, mm-hmm. right? You always have to be educating yourself. ABL. ABL? ABL. ABL. Always be learning. Nice. <laughs> I just all made right. that one up. Yeah, no, totally. Did not make any <laughs> sense at all, but just a little play on ABC. Right? So, yeah, and always be closing. Right? Always be closing. So, always be ABL, learning. ABL, always be learning. I mean, your education shouldn't stop the moment you graduate high school or the moment you graduate college. You should constantly be learning about it, something that you need to do, something that you're building in your side hustle, something that'll make you better, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. If, the, if you lost your job today and, and the only thing you've ever known is go to college or go to junior college to get a new degree to find a new job, man, the degree path is expensive. Sure is. Not just that. You go out and try to get another four-year degree, that's four years. What are you going to do for four years to survive? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. let's say you go for, uh, for a two-year degree. Well, it's still two years. What are you going to do? And there's no guarantee that when you do get that degree or that there's going to be a job waiting for you that's going to meet or exceed your goals that you were doing before. Probably not. So, you know, always be learning. Never drop what it is that you have a passion for that you love to do. You should be thinking, how can I monetize what it is that I'm doing? One of the things I really love, by the way, is um, Gary Vee's doing this uh, trash talk thing that he does on a daily basis. Well... It's not daily, but he has this, this, uh, he does a lot of things daily, but one of them is called trash talk. And what he does is he says, look, it's too easy to make money. There's a free section on Craigslist. Go to the free section on Craigslist, (laughs) find some stuff, repost it on Facebook marketplace and make some money. Now I'm not saying that's the easiest strategy in the world, but I am saying if you flip something that you got for free and you made 10 bucks on it. What's your, uh, What's your return, return on investment, on investment then? Right? right? It's infinity. It's infinity. So I'm, I'm not saying that go out and do that. That's the only way you're going to make some money. But making $200 a day flipping something while you're, and, and you do this on the side, right? Making 100 bucks a day, 50 bucks a day, and then you take that money and you're reinvesting it. You're preparing yourself. You have an avenue at least there in the simplest terms to make money in case something happens. Mm. to put money away in case you do lose your job so you have a means to do something or you could go home and watch netflix that's an option but it's not going to get you anywhere you want to go how much did we say netflix costs people per year 20 grand almost it was like 19 it was like 19 yeah 19 some change wild just because you're over there spending your time watching Netflix rather than maybe flipping some stuff, right? Flip free couch, right? I mean, it's just 
extra money that's out there is a creative way of doing it. So that's why I like Gary Vee. He's actually uh, going down and not just talking about it, but being about it. He goes out there and actually does it. And he has himself videotaped, you know, doing these types of events. Yeah, the uh, garage sale. He flips some for like 120 bucks. Yeah, or something. yeah. And and trust me, those are the cool ones, right? Every once in a while, you're gonna find that one that you get for like 50 cents and you sell for like 500 bucks. But sure. that's not the point. The point is to make 20 bucks here, 30 bucks here, the small mm-hmm. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's the grind to get there. It's the amount that you need to make on a daily basis. Think about your job right now. How much do you make an hour, right? Think about that. Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. making $10 an hour, $15 an hour, $50 an hour, and you're working on an eight-hour day? Most people are making between, let's 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 break down the numbers. If you make 60 grand a year, that's $5,000 a month, mm-hmm. right? So $5,000 a month divided by 20 days. What's that going to give you? I can't even do 600? the 600 bucks, right? 600 bucks a week. 600 bucks a week. Right? So let's see. Let's see. Let's do the math real quick. Let's do the math. 60 grand divided by 12 months divided by 20 days. That's going to be $250 a day. 250 bucks a day. Right? And that's from your job. That's before taxes. Mm-hmm. So what you're netting home it's probably going to be more like 180 or so, 175, something like that. So if you're grinding out what it is you need to do and you're making 10, 20 bucks a transaction, how much do you really need to do in a day to get to where you want to go? What if you could double your income just doing that? Wouldn't it be worth it? Heck yeah. I mean, and that's just one thing, right? Question is how much how much would that take? How much time would that take? And, you know, is it worth that time? Well, make that decision. You're true. But most people I talk to an extra two, three hundred dollars a month would make all the difference in the world for sure. And see, my my thinking is how much does it really cost? Because you don't even have to necessarily have that in your possession if you could turn it around quick enough. That's true. That's true. But again, we digress, right? This is all about you being practical and tactical. So the other way you can do it is you can have a professional license. Now, professional licenses don't always take very much time for you to get to get one or a tax license is a 60 hour course yeah right and then you take the test and you're squared away a real estate license will probably take you about three months in coursework and then take your state exam and you're ready to go Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. an insurance license you go to school for a week a week right get your licensing course take the state exam and you're good to go yep so these licenses these professional designations where you're getting the education do that that's a quick start the problem is you need to turn around and learn how to sell. Yes. And that's where people tend to fall off. That's the real education right there. That is the real education, right? That's where you get in front of people. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, something that most people don't even realize is that everybody's a salesperson. Every single person in the world is always trying to sell one thing or another. Hey, you want to go to the movies this weekend? Let's go watch Venom. Come on, man. I haven't seen uh, it yet. I don't watch Marvel movies. Nah, come on, man. I haven't seen it. It's fun. It's got Tom Hardy. I know you like Tom Hardy. He uh, was awesome in Max, Mad Max. All right, let's go. All right, boom. I just sold you. Right? That is a sales pitch. It's a sales pitch. You do it all the time. The kids are the best salespeople, by the way. They are. They're easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go change right, your fine, diaper. Let's go. Gosh. <laughs> right? but, but that's the thing, right? You're always selling. So in, it, being a salesperson has such a negative stigma, but in reality... I mean, you do it all the time. So the only difference is how do you provide something of value? How do you get somebody to see the value in what it is that you do, right? 
And that comes with building a relationship, getting them to trust you. Once they trust you, they're going to see this this value that you're presenting. Right. Especially with these professional uh, designations. Pro- designations. Thank you. Yeah. Professional licenses, professional designations. You know, and these professional designations, we talk about real estate and insurance and taxes and all of these uh, things in the financial industry. But you have designations for mechanics and you have designations for beauticians and you have designations for so many other industries out there that it's not just specifically relegated to the financial industry right right and so there's a lot of different things that you can do you got to take a look at your skills and how can i turn this into something that i can do on the side and make a little extra money here's the catch though that extra money that you're making that is not uh how can i put this that is your money not your vendor's money sure so what you need to learn is the discipline to put 10% of that aside every time because if you made 10% less, guess what? You would still survive. Now, you know what? You'd find a way. Uh, that's that's if you're just working. Screw that. I'm going to I'm going to go even further and say you have a daytime job, your side hustle money should go all to ah, you. Ah, side that hustle. That is money. your money. If you're flipping on the side, right? If you're doing uh-huh. the Craigslist thing and you're making two, two, three, four, five hundred dollars a month on the side, that should be your money. In other words, that should be money that's being put away so that it can make more money for you. So Storage that it's working money. for you and you no longer have to work for it. Storage money. Right. I'm, I'm, in my opinion, you work harder for that money. Mm-hmm. So you need to put that money to work. That's your slave money. Yep. Right? That money will work for you for the rest of your life if you dedicate yourself to doing that. Right. If the market changes and you've built enough little assets here in this asset column and you have to dig into that, well, it's your money. That's okay. You've put it away. In the meantime, you're storing it, storing it, storing it, storing it until you find an asset that you can put it in. Imagine, imagine you're living at home and you, uh, you build a little side hustle mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you make enough money in the side hustle to pay off your house. Bada bing. I mean, how great would it feel to not have a mortgage? That would be pretty damn wonderful. To not have to worry about that roof over your head. Now, if the market changes, you don't have to make a ton of money. Your living expense is your number one expense that you're paying on a month-to-month basis. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some people make debt payments the number one thing they have yeah. to pay. Right? But if it's not that, it's your mortgage. And if you can eliminate that bill, you are one step closer to retiring. So if the market tanks, if the market changes... You need to understand that I still have these obligations to pay. Everybody knows that. How do I get them paid? They don't. You don't start paying them when the market tanks. You start paying them now. You start deciding that now, okay, you know what? Now's the time I need to get coaching so I can build my side business a little better. Now's the time I need to get coaching so I can figure out what my minimum requirements are so I can put money away. Now is the time I need to get coaching so I can look at my budget and say I need to be situating it so that I put money away to reinvest later so that when the economy does tank, you're not looking at it as a negative. It's no longer a bad thing. Now, because you've learned to manage money, when the economy tanks, your eyes open up because opportunity presents itself. That's right. That's absolutely right. And I love it because we went, we started this whole thing talking about when's the time to do it is now. Right? You don't wait for the New Year's. You don't wait for the resolution. You don't wait for anything. You start setting yourself up now because when that time comes, and it will, you'll already be prepared. Right. I mean, let's think back to 2008, right? When the market tanked and right, home prices right now in San Diego, half a million dollars, right? For sure. A condo, an easy 300000 Yep. When the economy tanked, 
I bought a condo for $77,000. And you know what? The money was there to do it. If you have money when the economy tanks, everything turns into an opportunity. This is a perspective game. Everybody hates on the rich until you become the rich. (laughs) It's true. And it doesn't mean that you are super rich. It just means that you put a nest egg away ready for it to go to work and mm-hmm. when the economy presents an opportunity you have the cash to do something in that opportunity luck favors the prepared that's right so be prepared get prepared come see us come talk to us meet with a coach that way you have the information that you need you have the education that you need you have the direction that you need and the accountability that you need to make sure that you're in a good position when not if when the market does turn so think about it i mean i want to look at look back in the past right see, think about your where you're at right now I, it's funny because i always see those throwback thursday pictures right tbt's tbt's right throwback thursday and they always throw back pictures of themselves in high school and when i look at <laughs> them i'm like wow look at that little skinny kid right there and then you know if i looked at my pictures from high school i'm like look at that guy he's like fit uh-huh. He looks like he works out, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And then I look at myself today. I'm like, what the hell happened to that guy? <laughs> <laughs> right? But most of us have that same feeling. We always look back and we're like, man, that guy had it on point. You know why I had it on point back then? Because I was on a schedule. That's right. Because I had a calendar. I knew what time I had to get up. I knew where I had to be, which was school. I knew what I was doing for first period, second period, third period, fourth period, yep, all yep, the way yep, through. Yep. Then I had practice. Then I had this. Then I had that. I had accountability. I knew exactly what I needed to do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happened when I got older? It all went away. Nobody was accountable. I wasn't accountable to anybody. I was nope. accountable to myself. And guess what? For a long time, I didn't do things on a schedule. Nope. And because I didn't have a schedule... I didn't do what I needed to do. Yeah, it took me about four years of uh, living at home and not having that schedule. And then I joined the Navy and there goes that schedule. There goes that regiment. There goes everything. But then you were in good shape. You look at pictures of you when you're in the Navy. I was in the best shape of my life when I was in the Navy. But the schedule helps. Oh, and yeah. the same thing will work, not just for physical, even though physical will work. If you put workout in your schedule and you were sticking and I did. to your schedule, you will do it. That's right. right. It'll be part of your daily routine. What's part of your daily routine right now? If you couldn't tell me what you're doing tomorrow at any given time, you know you're not accountable to yourself. That's right. And I'll tell you what. If you send me an email, james at csfirst.com, I'll provide you with a copy of, I'm not a copy, but a template for a schedule so you can just put something together on your own, your own little Excel spreadsheet so that you know exactly what time you're getting up, what time you're going to bed, when your workouts are going to be, etc. and so on. Why not? Modify and adjust, right? Modify and adjust. Make it work for you. None of it has to be set in stone, but make it work for you. Make it work for you. And here's the thing, though. Action. You have to do it. Oh, yeah. Right? So most of you are going to listen to this podcast, and then you're going to be like, yeah, that's some good information, and that's about as far as it's going to go. Yep. Right? Because you're not going to send me that email at jamesatcsfirst.com and ask me for a template for a schedule. Right? Easy stuff. You're not. Now, if you did... Right, We have agents that have turned their entire life around. Why? Because they have an accountability partner. All of a sudden, somebody who is producing nothing is starting to produce big deals, and they're not doing anything different in their life other than someone's telling them, hey, you said you wanted to do this. Did you achieve that goal? I would not say that they're not doing anything different in their lives. They definitely are doing things differently. They are relentlessly following up on their leads. 
That's true. That's true. They That's are a doing big they're they doing things different. You're they're right. definitely doing things different. What I'm saying is they scheduled that time to do it. They did. That's what they, they should have said. And that's what the coaching has helped them to do. Right. Our coaching has helped them to say, hey, look, how much do you want to make per month from this business that you have running? Okay. In order to get that number, this is what you have to do. So you're going to set aside this much amount of time. And during that time, you're going to be doing your relentless need follow-up. The whole point of that is to do what? Set the appointment. Set the appointment. And then the next time you talk to them, it's not a, hey, did you, you know, um, did you set up your schedule? How is everything? How are the kids? That's not what a coaching call does. You're on there with how many calls did you make? Uh Uh-huh. How many appointments did you set? That's right. Right? You're getting that accountability factor. That is what you're lacking right now. You don't have that. There's nobody telling you what to do in your self-employed business. I guarantee you, if there was a video camera watching you do what you did on a daily basis, and then you took that video footage and you showed your significant other. I was going to say, if you're married, you definitely have somebody. <laughs> right? But if you, have, if you showed your significant other what you did on a daily basis, would they say you worked eight hours a day? I'll tell you what. I bet you people will be afraid to show this podcast to their significant others because they'd be like, wait. I can hold you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> but it really comes down to that, right? I mean, you're obviously not doing a great job holding yourself accountable. So you need to reach out to somebody to help you do that. And it's going to turn your life around. You're going to have somebody there to support you in a positive way, helping you achieve the goals that you set out for yourself. And that's really what it comes down to, right? You want to be successful. You got into this business to make more money. You got into this business to have more freedom. You got in this business to eventually quit your nine to five job. Mm-hmm. You got into this business to pay off your home and retire. How's it going so far? If it's not going so far, if it's not going well so far, then you need to make a change. Otherwise, you're insane doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's right. So stop the insanity. Go to our website, www.csfirst.com. Click on the free coaching call and start changing your life today. Take that step and go in the new direction, right? What's the worst that can happen? You end up in the same spot? What's the best thing that can happen? You look back next year in October of 2019 and you've had the best year financially of your life choice is yours are you going to be in october 2019 looking back and saying man i wish i would have done it or are you going to be looking back at 2018 and saying thank you me from the past for signing up for coaching and getting myself in the right direction it's because of you that i took my kids on this vacation it's because of you that uh my finances are in this direction it's because of you i've eliminated my debt get on the website csfirst.com schedule a free coaching call or send us an email if you have some specific questions you want to know a little bit about something hernan at csfirst.com or james at csfirst.com you can find us on twitter at business bros pod or on facebook at csfirst that's all we got for you guys today peace bye bye and i'm out